Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Okay, coming up next week on Thursday night at COPAC is Keep the Circle Unbroken. And to tell us a little bit more about it, I have on the line fiddle player John Kendall from the band Row Jerry Crow. Welcome, John, to Kakalaki. G'day, Josh. How's it going, mate? Very good. Very good. Okay, I wanted to start by quickly asking you about your band, Row Jerry Crow. Well, we're a bit of a mixture of uh, odd bods, to tell you the, uh, tell you the truth. We, uh, I, I've been playing bluegrass music that, uh, ever since I can remember, uh, but... Um, I, uh, I I finished up uh, playing music. Uh, oh, sorry, playing music professionally there a few years back, and uh, and thought, oh, you know what? I've got a, a lot of uh, a lot of mates that uh, really do enjoy uh, old country and bluegrass and uh, and all that kind of stuff, and they just happen to be in in some pretty kind of remarkable bands like uh, uh, Paul Wazine. He's uh, he's our lead singer and guitarist, and he's uh, from a band called the Screaming Jets, which we uh, like to call his little pop band. <laughs> I'm sure he would appreciate that. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, we've got uh, guys like Rob, Rob Hornbuckle. He's uh, out of the Masters Apprentices and uh, uh, played with Cotton Keys and Morris. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 we do, I, know it's, I know it's a little bit of sacrilege uh, on the bluegrass scene, but we do have a, a percussionist, and he plays uh, plays with the Bad Loves uh, on drums. And, yeah, it's, it's a, so it's a bit of an... A bit of a what I'd call a bit of a, a slick blend of uh, blend of people that do do actually love uh, bluegrass as a whole, and uh, I thought, oh, yeah, it might be uh, might be a bit of fun to put it all together, and uh, that was how we used it. They go now, and uh, yeah, having a, having a way all the time. Oh, that's great. So, how did this project come about, and can you explain the connection to the uh, 1972 double album? Will the circle be unbroken by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? Absolutely. Look, it all kind of started just uh, just before uh, COVID hit, and uh, there, there was a lot of a uh, lot of biases two ways uh, against the, the Australian government and the American government, and you know, people kind of a lot of people I, I found that were very good friends were kind of having fallings out about stuff they really couldn't have too much kind of connection to, and that they it got to got to a point where I kind of thought, you know what, we actually need a little bit of music to kind of uh, you know just get these people back together and kind of having a having a good uh, good chat about uh, about life and you know all, all the all the stresses that come with it. And I I, I thought back to the Nitty Gritty Dirt Bands album, and that just occurred just after uh, all the troops were coming back from Vietnam, and uh, and that was a it was a very different time in American history there. And I kind of thought, well, we're kind of living. We're living that similar vibe here in Australia at the moment. It might not be troops coming back from uh, from a war, but it's you know there's a bit of a divided nation as to politics and and things like that. And I I think for, for all their all their good things they do, you know, places places like Facebook and that just make it make it easier to uh, to not really appreciate you know friendship as much. So I I I thought this up. Uh, over a couple of a uh, couple of years one night, and uh, called uh, called my friend uh, Craig Johnson, or as he's known, uh, Del Sinky, and uh, and I said, "How's about we do a how's about we do an album where we just kind of include everybody and actually kind of get back to the root of what what music's all about, and kind of get everyone together and sitting around the family circle kind of thing, 
and playing music that everyone knows and enjoys and just getting back to you know, basics pretty much, you know. Yes, well, a long-standing bluegrass tradition is uh, playing in a circle, and that's uh, that uh, whether it be jamming or performing, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, an important part of the bluegrass music. Well, that, that, that's exactly it. You know, you go to you go to festivals that you know, um, I've got a you know, Harryville and you know, Molden Folk Festival, Fort Ferry, and, and all all the uh, festivals, and that's that's where you know, either being a bluegrass uh, session or an Irish session, that's where all the Real fun comes from. I was at the uh, National uh, National Folk Festival there uh, quite a few years ago, and I remember playing at the uh, session bar. They had that just ran twenty four seven, and uh, I was playing uh, playing tunes. Must have been for eight or nine hours straight, and uh, and there was a fiddle player across the circle from me, and we were playing note for note, all all the same tunes, and we just went on and on and on. Then I went up to speak to him, and he didn't speak a lick of lick of English and uh, he spoke French he was French Canadian and uh, and it was it was quite amazing we, but we had had an eight hour conversation with each other just through music and I, I, I think that uh, that kind of says it all really music is another language and it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic bridge between any any uh, you know, political leanings or anything like that and music's, music's an international language it certainly is it certainly is um, now, on the show, you have special guests appearing at each of the different venues you're playing at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got uh, blokes like uh, Tim Rogers there from UMI, Kylie Aldis, uh, she's just been in everything, uh, Deborah Byrne, um, yeah, heaps of, heaps of different names, um, Mick from uh, Weddings, Parties, Anything. It's, it's a really... Um, once again, I've, I had to uh, burn out the word, but an athletic blend of uh, uh, friends, and uh, that, that they, these people have just given so much of their time and energy to to just getting back into music and, and getting people keen on on, uh, on on listening to music again, instead of you know just listening to their Spotify. Uh, they want to get back out there and give back to the community, and uh, yeah, we're very very thankful for those. Uh, for those those guys are the, and and just even even all the local uh, the local talent that are going to join us as well it's uh, it's really a um, a breath of fresh air um, just to just to be amongst people that really want to get out and play with the music again yeah yes and uh, it's certainly a, a great opportunity for local artists who are able to participate in this to uh, to be able to perform uh, with some uh, big names in Australian music. Oh, absolutely, and and that's I'd find that uh, uh, if I was thinking myself as a you know, younger fiddle player when I was growing up, I'd go, oh my god, I'd you know, I'd kill to be on a uh, on uh, a bit of a uh, well, I'm stage or in the round with uh, with the guys we've got. It's uh, it, it's really nice that uh, the, these these bigger acts can uh, and bigger names will actually they're actually just human and they. We we found when we did the Memo Hall stream that they just wanted to be there as much as everybody else, and it was it was such a lovely feeling. Uh, them giving their time and they they don't have to do it. They've got uh, you know, they've got plenty of other projects they could be doing and that, but they they gave their time and and loved it as much as uh, some of the up and comers. It's quite a brave undertaking, given how quickly the last lockdown occurred, to be uh, <sighs> undertaking a regional tour. 
Wait, you, you don't have to tell me. It's a um, we uh, as we were rehearsing the um, the Bemo Hall show, we were we were getting told that is either uh, the day of the rehearsal or it'll be two days, uh, one day after our our actual show that they get a lockdown Victoria again. And uh, I tell you, it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, when, when you when you're trying to wrangle uh, when you're trying trying to wrangle for that show about uh, 34 or 35 uh, musicians plus uh, production people as they, as they say it's, it's like trying to herd it's trying to herd cats but if you then set them on fire it's even harder <laughs> and uh, it's a, it is a crazy uh, is a crazy thing but but thankfully Craig and I um, and mainly Craig he's a, he's a fantastic uh, uh, organizer uh, and we, we kept it all together and got that done and yeah, it is. It is a little bit uh, frightening sometimes that there can be a snap lockdown and uh, everything stops stops that night. But uh, hopefully, with uh, all the uh, all the winds blowing and all all uh, God willing, we're uh, we're all good to go for uh, for March. Yes. Well, the tour kicks off next Thursday in Colac. Uh, mm-hmm. Colac is the uh, starting point for all of this. Which I can't is, wait. Which is great, and it's great to see live performances back in regional areas. Because I know for myself and uh, lots of other people, we have missed live music. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of the the, the reason why we I suggested uh, and Craig and I came to the came to the uh, idea that the regional areas have already been doing it way too tough with you know drought, this, that, the other, and it yeah, you know, it, it's it's hard to actually just you know go out and and have a have a couple of hours where you don't have to think about. You know the stresses and strains, especially on on farm and things like that. You can, you can go there for a couple of hours and just kind of lose yourself in a bit of music. And we did discuss having you know having shows in uh, having shows in Geelong and Melbourne and all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, look, but they're already not not the last year, but they're already a bit spoiled for music to to start with. Let's let's kind of go out and 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 properly give some music to the people that absolutely love it and and kind of need it. A little bit more than uh, than the city folks, so um, it was it was a no-brainer. Really, we just uh, you know, set our sights on that, and and we'll probably uh, with uh, hopefully all things going COVID normal, as they say, uh, you know, we'll take it to New South Wales and Queensland, kind of regional as well, uh, you know, this year or, or the next. Excellent. Well, all the best with the tour. Thank you so and, much, and uh, thank you for taking some time out to talk to us on Kakalaki. No worries at all. Thank you so much, Kakalaki, for the support and uh, look forward to seeing you at the uh, show there uh, next Thursday. Yes, and uh, I've already got my ticket, so I will be there. You beauty. Well, come up and we'll have a beer. Okay, thanks very much, John. Thanks, Jason.